You're listening to today's inspirational message on pursuing God with Gene Apple. Here's Gene. It's Friday. Yay! And I'm so uh, thankful you could join me for day number five and 21 days of prayer for a few moments. And before I jump in, let me invite you to an Eastside campus this weekend or join us online for part two in our series, Be a Light. Uh, this weekend, everybody on an Eastside campus gets a candy bar. I mean, who doesn't love a candy bar? But it's also for a very strategic purpose, which which you'll see. One of the things you notice about Jesus is that there was always kind of an underlying urgency in the way that he related to people far from God. Not not the kind of urgency that made him obnoxious and, you know, grab people by the lapels and say, buddy, do you know Jesus? Nothing weird like that. But there was this underlying urgency that drove away complacency. And do you know where that urgency came from? Do, do you know what helped keep that on the front burner for Jesus? It was the reality that he knew existed of heaven and hell. Now, now I hate thinking about this. I hate talking about it. But the truth of the matter is that Jesus taught hell is real. Real people go there for eternity. One of my favorite stories has always been about the Christian girl whose marriage was approaching. And she came to her mother in tears one day and she said, Mom, I I can't marry him. I, I don't think he's a true believer. I just found out he doesn't believe in the existence of hell. And her mom, trying to comfort her, said, Oh, honey, you go ahead and marry him. We'll teach him to believe in hell in this family. (laughs) Any of you have families like that? The reality of hell was a major theme in Jesus' teaching ministry. And again and again, it caused him to break down and weep over a given situation. Jesus understood like no one ever has that hell is real. And his love for people just led him to an urgency. It's laced all throughout the Gospels. You see it in the story, for instance, he told about the rich man and the beggar named Lazarus, who both died. Lazarus, the beggar, goes to heaven. The rich man ends up in hell where he says, I'm in agony in this fire. And this rich man makes this plea, I beg you, Father, send Lazarus to my father's house, for I have five brothers. Let him warn them so that they will not also come to this place of torment. And there was an urgency in his voice. I mean, five minutes in hell turned an unbeliever like this man into an evangelist. He says, somebody's got to tell my brothers, my family, that hell is real. Real people go there, pull out all the stops, do whatever has to be done to keep my brothers from going there. Sometimes I hear people say, Gene, don't you think Eastside's big enough now? And whenever you hear that, I hope you'll immediately bring to mind this picture of Lazarus in hell pleading for someone to go share with his five brothers. Because I'll tell you what too big as hell is. Too many people are heading there. And friends, it's my hope and prayer that we can each be a light and that God can use us to reduce the population of hell and increase the population of heaven. That's why as a church, we've said for many years that as long as there's one person who needs the light of Jesus, our goal is to keep shining, to keep growing, because we're in the business of reducing the population of hell. And that means if we have to start more church services, we'll start them. That means if we have to start an online campus, we'll do it. That means if we have to You know, from time to time, build bigger facilities or start new campuses. We'll take the risk because hell is real. Real people go there that we know and love. So whenever we sense complacency creeping into us, like I've sensed it in my own life probably over the past year and a half while we've been dealing with COVID and everything, it's time to remember what the stakes are and to up our sense of urgency. 
God, help us to see it like Jesus saw it. Help us to have the clarity about what the stakes are for people that we know and love, what the hope of heaven is, what the consequences of not saying yes to Jesus is. God, help us to be bold. Help us to be a light. Maybe even now, before the weekend, you could use us to invite some people to join us on an Eastside campus this weekend or invite some people to join us and watch online together this weekend. We pray that you'll use the weekend ahead in in powerful ways in all of our lives. And I ask it in Jesus' name. Amen. Hey, have a great weekend. We'll see you at Eastside. I'll be back here tomorrow uh, for day six of 21 Days of Prayer.